A podcast network. Hello there, I'm Laura Jean Anderson, and you're listening to Radio 8 Ball with Andras Jones. The show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions, like picking musical tarot cards. I'm your host, Andras Jones, hanging out here at Starburns Industries in sunny Burbank, California, on March 23rd, 2019, with our musical guests, Velvet Starlings. Welcome to the realm of the pop oracle, Velvet Starlings. Hello, Andras. Now, oh, see, we're going to start off like that. I got the. I got to tell you, my name is Andras. Oh, oh, there you go. You know, everyone gets it wrong. Everyone gets it wrong. Andras. It makes you relax when you say Andras. Let's try it. Andras. Oh yeah. And who? And who are we talking to? We're talking to Christian Gisborne. No, it's Christian Gisborne. Really? No. Oh, that's <laughs> Christian Gisborne. We're gonna we're gonna get all this right by the end of the show. We have difficult names. Yeah. And uh, well, Christian Gis- Gisborne, you are the uh, you're the the leader of this band of starlings. Technically. Technically, because yeah. you are the one who's got the guitar and the mic and the the voice and the fancy shirt. But <laughs> you're not here alone. You're here with a band. I love having a band in the studio. We have uh, two. Your you can't you can't. Well, I guess we. Probably will work the stereo spread right if we get if we if my engineer is listening to this when I'm when he's mixing this to your right on the keyboards and the bass and the vocals, Ronnie Wiedemann. Hi, welcome to Radio Eight Ball, Ronnie. Thank you. And on the sitting on his drum kit in the back is Michael Whittemore. Hey, you're the drummer. Yeah, you're the man on the drums. You're the rhythm man. And together you are Velvet Starlings. Yeah. And in the interest of full disclosure, none of you are drinking age, so stay out of the bar. What? That's just the deal. Sorry. Wait. Not Michael? me. Not me. I Michael's drinking age. Okay. Well, still stay out of the bar. That's the deal. No, we, Starburns Bar is off limits. But if you need anything, Michael, we'll, like we can get you something from across the street, just if you know. But not for you can't share with these two yet. Anyway. So and uh, and. When this comes out, you're going to be embarking on your first UK tour? Yeah. Ronnie, you've been to the UK, but not for, like, music or anything. Vacation, right? Just for a (laughs) vacation. I was like, how have you already been? How how old are you? I'm 15. You're 15. I'm 19. You're 19. And Michael? 28. Shut up. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Where'd they find you? Uh, I actually kind of found them at a farmer's market. Oh, Cool. Were you, you know, you were nestled in between the pumpkins and the and the smoked salmon or something? Yeah, we were hanging out by the dessert spot. They got all these, co- we'd always try and get it with the 
to tip money at the end, try and get something. They always have cool juices and everything. But yeah, we were playing. <laughs> and he walked up to you and said, you you need a drummer. Yeah, but I, I mean, if you have the less people, the more money you make, right? Oh, that's what, that's what <laughs> no, he told that's him? Not what it was that's about. what he told him? <laughs> He's like, well, I'll tell you what, I'll play for, what do you got here? You got some desserts, you got some juices, I'll play, you know. So you went, so you met him in a, and when was this? When did you you uh, join the band, Last Michael? year. Yeah. Like a year ago. Cool. January. And, and did the two of you go to high school in the same yeah. high school? Yeah, for one year. She's in college now. I'm still in high school. But it was Got just it. the last year she transferred, there was like, oh, and it just worked out. Perfect. Perfect. That's a, a beautiful band origin story. And you have eight songs on the board that are going to be the oracle fodder for our musical divinations today. And if you wouldn't mind, would you just uh, sort of noodle on something? Yeah. Sort of beautiful while I... Gonna Read the song titles. Some, uh, turning point, you guys, or do you want to do some crybaby? Song number one, Turning Point. Song number two, Amazon Prime. Song number three, Soul Down the River. Song number four, Rabbit and a Gun. Song number five, Karmic Lemonade. Song number six, Emerald Isle. Song number seven, Chasing Time. And song number eight, No Soul to Save. Oh, it's like... Fronting a rock band, I loved it. That was that was. I really got my little rock and roll yayas out there. That's awesome. So uh, thank you for doing that. That was that's great. That's a little taste of the rock and roll you're going to be hearing throughout these sessions. We're going to be taking questions from a lot of invited guests, and we have some questions from you. Each of you wrote down a question, and now the part of the show that all the paper fetishists tune in for. You get to hear these are real questions. Here I'll hear them in that. Got them in a very fancy, very tensile envelope that we got here. So we have some real paper connoisseurs. So I just like to walk them through what kind of paper this is on. This is a different style paper that their questions are on. These are actually written on the backs of Starburn's scripts. This might be a Rick and Morty script that this is written on the back of. You don't know. It could be. Could be something very fancy on here. But what's most fancy is the questions. These are going to be chosen randomly through the last three questions and... Each of you is going to have a chance to gaze into the mirror of your own muse, of your own music. And uh, when we get to that, when we get to that bridge, we'll cross it. But now it's time for my question. We always start off with the host's question. And I got to say, encountering such a, such a, you know, encountering a band at the, at this stage of your career, where rock and roll is at its most pure, at least for me, when I was in my first bands, it was just... It was just, uh, yeah, it was just, it was all, it was like all, all like a Pete Townsend interview or like a, it, it just was all about the purity of rock and roll. And as I was preparing for this, I was actually thinking of my favorite, I know you're a Who fan, Huge. at least Christian, are you got you're all Who fans? Yeah. So I was thinking about my favorite Who song is Pure and Easy, a song that was left off of the record Lifehouse, which became Who's oh, Next. Man. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, there's a line in it was the distortion becomes somehow pure in its wildness, the note it began on, it also destroyed. 
And I was thinking about how in music, in rock and roll, music just in general, I feel like the music, music and sports are the two places where the race, where there's such a huge divergence of the truth and the purity of the thing and the overwhelming amount of bullshit that surrounds it. Uh, rock and roll, I mean, it's notorious. It's legendary, the amount of, of bullshit and posing and nonsense that surrounds it. And at the same time, you go into a room with your guitar, with your band, the purity of that experience is undeniable. And unlike a lot of arts, you don't need someone else to tell you that you can do it. If you're an actor, someone needs to tell you you can act. Maybe you need someone to act with. You know, if you, you know, dancing, you can, I'm dancing, you can kind of self-generate. Painting, you can self-generate. But even that, like, to me, I don't know, maybe it's just because I'm a musician. The, the experience of just playing the music, the purity of that is undeniable. And if you are, especially if you're taking this on as a career, which it seems like you are, you are going to encounter those mountains of bullshit and fakeness that surrounds this. The people who want in when they don't have any business being there, the people who want a piece of it, people like me who want you on their show because we're putting a bet on your talent and youth and the hope that you'll become rock stars. And later on, I'll be like, we had the Velvet Starlings back when and whatnot. So I can't help but think, and I, I've been doing this, been doing different aspects of this business my whole life. I was from about the same time, about the same age you are. And so really, I, I, I have a question for people who are listening. I have a question sort of for myself, but really I'm asking, I'm inspired by you. And like, I'm looking for the best way to navigate over the long term. And I want you to be able to listen to back to this in like 10 years, 15 years and be like, well, yeah, we really hit something there. And so my question is, what's the best way to navigate in between that, the purity of the music and what you make? And all of the stuff that surrounds it, that can be distractions, that can pull you away from that, that can, uh, yeah, just how, what's the best way to navigate between the purity and the bullshit? And now, to engage the Pop Oracle, I'm going to spin the Wheel of Eight. Na, 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 wheel of Song number five, Chasing Time. Oh. All right. Chasing Time from Velvet Starlings. The answer to the question, how to navigate between the purity and the bullshit. Everyone, the kids come in drums, they're involved Cause they know they're in style 
Chasing time and something crazy, crazy synchronicity happened in that. Yeah. Right there. Because uh, it's a perfect answer. And that was my question was how to navigate between the bullshit and the purity, the purity and the bullshit. Uh, who wrote, you wrote that song? Who, yeah. You wrote that song? You write together? Or? Well, uh, we have kind of a weird arrangement. So I write with my manager dad we kind of i'll come to him with something he'll come to me with something we kind of mm-hmm. go back and forth i'll say got these lyrics and you know so mm-hmm. that one is so yeah that's, it's a gisborne and gisborne yeah it's a gisborne, it's a gisborne effort <laughs> got it so i gotta be so first off one of the ways first of all, there, there was a great answer but i have to be really clear about something i messed up there so one of the ways to navigate between the purity and the bullshit is to be authentic and honest and straight up when you make a mistake. I made a mistake there. It landed on song number five, but I shouted out song number seven. So uh, that doesn't mean that it wasn't synchronicity because oh. nothing's nothing more synchronistic than a mistake. But I just I, I don't want to sit here. I, I was thinking, oh, how can I fix that? As soon as you started playing, I looked at it. I was like, oh, I just messed up. But there is no me- the, this is the thing there. You can't you can't out fox the synchronicity so when song number seven comes up we'll go for song number five and we'll just go from there but it ended up being a perfect answer oh my god that related and i didn't know that so there was no i didn't try and orchestrate that somehow the even using me as a as a faulty vessel of synchronicity i think we landed on a perfect answer so yeah there's all these things in the song that are about trying to keep it pure and stay keep it love and keep it you know well, t- tell us about I the just background first have of that to say with your mistake i love that so much <laughs> i love the idea that it's all planned out it's all it's the synchronicity there's no getting away from it no yeah. matter what there yeah if you said song number nine it would happen <laughs> right right yeah so. so tell so the background of that song what what was the it was there an initiating in uh in- there's moment for you there's so many i think that that's going to be our we have our first record out that's going to be the lead single of our second record really it's actually called love everything love everyone it's kind of sarcastic but it's kind of look to have a double meaning because you know love everyone love everyone i love everything love everyone that's kind of the message of the 60s but Mm -hmm. it also is sarcastic with the the iphone culture and everything you it's all about liking and liking everything and it's all fake and it really like, even being in a band, you see so much of it where you have to, you know, tag all these people and post this and do all, all the social media culture. Like, 10 years ago, that wasn't even a thing. And it really, you're catering to all these other things and trying to promote all this stuff. And it's like the new version is selling out, but everybody has to do it. Mm-hmm. And it kind of, and not just in a band, but in high schools and even in elementary schools, everyone has a phone now. It's all about this digital world. And it's not about the real thing, and it's kind of the the bull stuff. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. you you know, we can't. 
this we we do swear on the show from time to time. I hope I'm not offending oh, anyone. I'm gonna start from now. Okay, <laughs> feel free. Yeah, that's okay, right? Yeah, okay. Uh, you don't have to. You don't have to, but I will. Uh, especially when I'm talking about the bullshit. <laughs> so and and then the idea. I guess that I was thinking about the idea of chasing time is just something about again the purity. He's getting a little buzz. We still have that. There we go. That was my fault. That's okay. It's fine. I'm only hearing it. We'll cut it out later on. So, uh, but thinking about the idea of chasing time and the idea of, well, you have the thing that everyone, everyone in this business wants, which is to be young and talented. And at the beginning, I know people who are very successful who would probably trade to just go back and do it again from there because it may look really good being... I don't know, Brian Wilson and being a, you know, a world, being Paul McCartney and being a world renowned star. But I bet there's a part of them that just knows, oh, God, to be 16, 17, 18 in a band, coming out with your first record, not knowing how it's all going to turn out. It's just the best. It's just the best. So, in a way, there's sort of that like time, like you're chasing time and time is chasing you. Mm-hmm. And that's what I and I think that's what it goes back to that line of uh, the P Towns line that distortion becomes somehow pure in its wildness. The note it began on it also destroyed. Like we are going to, we are going to code ourselves in that bullshit doing this business. Also, and yeah, go on. That's yeah. what Lifehouse is all about. Yeah, it's, you see the back to it. He predicted the future with right. uh, what was it? The no, the grid. The grid. Yeah. 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 And you see all the like behind blue eyes is about the general and all yeah. this stuff, and you see. Like they they had this music and they all like the three hundred of them were at the wherever the lighthouse and they're yeah. all playing yeah. and it's like you see, it it, it kind of feels like the corporate agenda is there trying to with all actually have you seen have you ever seen Jack White live? I have not seen him live. Like uh, yes, I did see him live once, but he has like these plastic bags and you put your phone in it and you smack it on this magnetic rock and it's stuck in there. <laughs> so. You I have not to, seen that. You got to watch him the whole show, and you can't access your phone. He has these weird frequencies that he puts out that blocks all the lines and everything. And I think with chasing time, it's about I guess me chasing time, being young, because there's a lot of t- problems that come up with me being young and stuff like that, with playing shows, can't do stuff. But everybody's really chasing time, because they're all. It feels like everybody's like I said in this digital world and not paying attention to the things around us. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. So the thing about my question is it always tends to be sort of like we'll find little pieces of the answers throughout the rest of the show. I love that we are connecting on the level of Lifehouse because I feel like that's one of the – I think that there's nothing greater than a masterpiece that you didn't, you never get to hear. You just get to think on for a long time. Again, the idea – like maybe that's one of the ways to navigate is to like – is to keep some of the masterpiece just for yourself and just for the imagination. Because once it's real, it becomes corrupted by that distortion, which is pure in its wildness, right? So anyway, uh, this is going to be this is going to be a fun set of sessions. The music sounds great. I'm going to be jumping around like a madman in here to have an actual rock and roll, and we a lot have a lot of singer songwriter and acoustic things. So it's always fun for me when we have a band. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to getting to know more about the world of Velvet Starlings. 
Sounds good. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Radio 8 Ball. We hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. For more info about our show, visit Radio8Ball.com, where you'll find the Radio 8 blog, our Patreon campaign, and where you can download our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the pop oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of Radio 8 Ball. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. And if you give us good reviews and ratings, that really helps get the word out. Until next time, I'm your your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio Show. It's a good show!